Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast. My name is Nate. This week, I am joined by Stephen Potato. Stephen, how are you today, man? I'm doing great, Nate. It's been a great day. Fantasy football is in full gear. You know, week 11 is on the horizon. I'm loving it. Yeah, I can't believe we're already uh, approaching week 11. That's absolutely crazy to say. This season's been flying by. You know, we've been pumping out uh, fantasy football content left and right. And uh, Stephen's one of our contributors here over at We Know Fantasy. And uh, quickly, uh, Stephen, where can people find you on uh, social media? Yeah, you can definitely go find me at uh, Coach Stephen P. Um, I'm on there. I do a whole bunch of fun things on there all, all the time. I'm always posting things and um, obviously uh, contributing with the We Know Fantasy. So uh, definitely give me a follow. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. Be sure to visit our website, WeKnowFantasy.com. Uh, there, along with Stephen, we have some a great group of contributors who do some uh, you know weekly series. We have some breaking news content. We have fantasy basketball, fantasy hockey content. A lot of great stuff going on there. So, <clears throat> be sure to give us a check over there if you want uh, some further content beyond these podcasts and some other fantasy sports uh, content as well. Um, if you're looking to uh, join our team, we're always welcome to uh, you know entertain some some uh, interest. So if you're looking to uh, you know expand your fantasy sports knowledge and and, and help other people um, along the way, uh, reach out to us on social media and we'll get some things going. Maybe for your fantasy basketball, Premier League, anything like that. We're looking to you know uh, expand our brand and uh, have you guys come aboard. So if you're interested in that, um, feel free to reach out to us. But uh, this week we're gonna do a, a little, a little bit different. We're gonna do a dynasty uh, special. It's something I'm kind of new to myself, so it's kind of uh, something cool to hop into and, um, you know, help myself out with. You know, uh, this is actually the first year I'm, I'm doing a dynasty league. Huh? Are you in a dynasty league there, Stephen? Yeah, I'm actually in two of them. I actually just uh, started both startups this year. Um, I really wanted to get into Dynasty, try to get more involved with the, mm. the college football, the young guys. And it's a lot of fun, actually, to do it. There's a lot more trading. It's less waiver wire pickups. And it's 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 really about what you know and the research you do to find those like hidden gems on your team. Yeah, I've, I've been a big NFL draft guy for the longest time. If you've been following me here, you you've known I, I pump out you know five six renditions of my NFL mock draft leap to the draft you know two three rounds so you know I love the aspect of it so this is this is my first year doing you know dynasty I started a a, a startup as well this year uh, I'm loving that so I can't wait for my first uh, rookie draft coming up this year so we're gonna talk about some uh, you know lesser name rookies slash sophomores um this year that uh still holds some value that we think can break out in you know a year or two or three uh that you should keep on your on your roster these aren't guys that you know that are no names these are guys that are, are decent names that are you know should be rostered but they're not like your 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 shoe-ins like your josh jacobs and saquon barclays <clears throat> then we're going to talk about you know some studs, some college studs that we are expecting to come into the league and take it by storm. You know, your top dynasty picks, uh, you know, just introduce those names, get those balls rolling, get those names into your into your brains. And then we're going to talk about some uh, just just get some names of some, you know, um, non-major five conference, uh, you know, stars that to keep on your radar. Some guys that, you know, may not, you know, get the get the limelight, not get the spotlight on them when it comes to TV time. 
but some guys that could, you know, get some later round into the uh, NFL draft, and, you know, burst onto the fantasy scene come next year. You can, you can, you know, scoop in on your later rounds of your, your rookie drafts in Dynasty and, you know, could have some great value for you. So we'll touch on some guy, some of those guys later. Before we kick off some things, we're going to make a quick note here that, you know, Devin Funches, he's coming off the IR uh, next week in week 12. Um, this is a guy who had a lot of fantasy value coming to the season. He had that very high touchdown uh, um Upside coming to the season for the Indianapolis Colts. We expected him to be the wide receiver too behind T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Will T.Y. Hilton struggling with injuries there. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of people were behind this guy. I know uh, before we started this podcast, Steve and I were talking. Uh, Steven, he he too was was big on this guy. So uh, before before next week, pay attention to your waiver wire. This guy will be popping up there. Uh, could have a lot of fantasy value moving forward as that team prepares for a playoff push. Uh, David Njoku of the Cleveland Browns, too, returns in week 13. If you're looking for a tight end, that could be a good option for you guys as well. So uh, there will be some guys, you know, that were down early in the season that hit the IR will be coming off. You know, John Ross, I think week 14 or 15 will coming off, too. So there's some big names that will be coming off here towards the end of the season that will be hitting your waiver wire. So just keep note of these guys uh, that will be popping up here that could help you win a week or two in your playoffs that some other people may not, you know, have fresh in their mind that aren't doing the research, that aren't listening to the podcast like you guys are. So make sure you pay attention to that as well. So, Stephen, how about we talk about some Dynasty players here? All right, let's do it. This is going to be a lot of fun right now. All right. We're going to start about uh, – we're going to go position position here. We're going to start about our, our lesser-named players that are currently on the league, rookie or sophomores, that have some value. I'll kick it off with my quarterback – this one's a little hard because you either are like a rookie or sophomore, you're a starter, you're a name, or you're, you know, uh, pretty much going nowhere. But I'm going to go with Drew Locke here. I'm not, not the biggest Drew Locke guy, but he has the clearest path of any kind of backup rookie or sophomore quarterback there in Denver. Um, I kind of joke around and say if you're a, a, a prospected rookie uh, quarterback <clears throat> that John Elway likes, that John Elway has, uh, you know, uh, research and and then brought in you're probably not good if you look at his track record but drew rock drew rock does have the nfl tools he has the nfl arm but he does lack the pocket poise and he does lack the ideal uh hand size if you want to uh go down that route and and be that specific about things but hand size does matter when it comes to an nfl quarterback but he does like that but at this point he is the person uh of these of these type of guys these second tier nfl uh, you know rookie or sophomore quarterbacks who have a position where they can succeed in the future. He has a clear path, you know. I think he's on. I think he's on IR right now, or he would be starting right now with uh, Joe Flacco in IR as well. You know, and the Broncos are rolling out Ryan Anderson right now. Uh, it's not a good situation in in, in uh, Denver, but you know, Drew Lock is their future there, so he's going to get his chances moving forward. So there is some value there. That team does has have some talent. They have a strong running game. You know, Cortland Sutton's turned into a pretty good receiver. They have to address the offensive line, which is pretty poor. But, uh, yeah, things aren't looking good in, in, in Denver, but Drew Locke will get his chances. And, and because of that, <clears throat> I have to give this nod here to Drew Locke. So, uh, Stephen, who is your quarterback to uh, look forward to here in the in the near future? Yeah, uh, my quarterback is uh, Will Greer. Uh, oh, the- okay. The backup to the Panthers right now, technically. Um, 
you know, he was out of West Virginia, uh, real good. Uh, you know, he was pretty good in college. You know, he had 3,800 yards and uh, 37 touchdowns in his last year, and you know, got drafted late in the round, late round by Panthers, and now he's the backup Kyle Allen, and you know, he has an opportunity possibly. You know, Cam Newton is rumored to be, move, be able to, to move on. Uh, Kyle Allen, who you know, he's been he's been pretty good, okay, so far, but. I mean, I don't really think he's winning games because they're winning games because of him, per se. So they might not be as, you know, uh, tied to him. So they may, like, want to have an open competition just to see if there maybe someone else could step up. And it could be uh, could be uh, Will. And, you know, he has the talent to him. His only weaknesses are his arm strength's a little off and his quickness. But for the most part, you know, he has the talent. And again, this team doesn't throw the ball down deep because they have good players that kind of go across the middle and DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. So... I'll look out for his name because it could be a real big. Uh, it could be big. Uh, maybe not. Maybe the next year, but maybe the year after that. Yeah, I know that's a guy people really want to see get a chance. So hopefully, we do get to see. Uh, you know, Will Greer get an opportunity to show what he can do because he did light things up in West Virginia, and he was a big name coming out of college. You know, he did get some Heisman look here or there, some Heisman value coming out of college. So it would be nice to see him get a chance uh, if he is to get a look in, in Carolina. But moving on, let's talk about uh, running backs. Uh, here's a guy I had some some high hopes on going into the season, uh, Quadre uh, Allison of the Atlanta Falcons. So I also had high hopes for Devontae Freeman this year. I thought he would take a big step forward. I thought he would do very well this season. I drafted him rather high. Um, the Atlanta Falcons went out and invested two first-round picks in their offensive line. That improved drastically. But uh, before this week, the Atlanta Falcons were a one-win football team. They had the same amount of wins as the Miami Dolphins. Actually, they still have the same amount of wins as the Miami Dolphins because the Miami Dolphins are now a two-win team. Yeah. Um, and so on, uh, so on the Atlanta Falcons right now. But, uh, you know, Devontae Freeman is now injured again, as he has been for his entire career. Uh, you know, the, the, the Falcons are a bad, a bad team. They're all, their defense is just, just god-awful. But... um. Allison was a, I believe, a fifth round pick. Right now, they're using Brian Hill, who is a, I believe, he's a sophomore, and Allison has yet to take an NFL touch, which may uh, change this week with Freeman possibly out. He's doubtful at this point. So, if Brian Hill is to, you know, take the the snaps, I believe Allison will be his backup. So we'll get a chance to finally see this guy. Um, and I believe he's a very talented back. I, 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 I can't wait to see him. I, I really thought we'd see this guy at this point. Um, the, they, they do have a way of um, getting, getting the, uh, the way they do have a way in Atlanta of producing running back talent. And I can't wait to see Allison involved. Um, I just think this guy, he's a guy I've been stashing on my dynasty bench for a while. I've been thinking about dropping him for a long time because he hasn't, you know, gotten those touches, but I just can't do it yet. I have high hopes for this guy. I really hope it hits for me. So I hope we see some Allison in the, in the week or two coming forward, just so I can see if my, you know, intuition hits. So, uh, Steven, who's your running back? Yeah, no, you got to get that, um, that taxi squad and throw him on there. That's like the best scenario for those young guys. But, uh, no. The Taxi Squad. You've never heard of it? No, I haven't. Well, it's a thing for Dynasty. You can set it up. It's on Sleeper. And, um, it's oh, Sleeper's the best for all this. It really is the best for Dynasty. If you guys are going to do Dynasty, definitely go with Sleeper. 
basically what a taxi squad is is it's like a practice squad for like the NFL, but for your fantasy team, you put these guys on there. Usually, it's like the like first couple year players. You can like stash them, and it's like a good way for you to like you know do that good research and put players who might break out in a couple years, and then boom, they're already on your team because you kind of stashed them like on your practice squad. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, it should be available for you. So yeah, my Dynasty League's on uh, Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo. I don't know if they have it on Yahoo or not. I don't believe so, but uh, we may be moving to Sleeper next year because of that. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's just a great thing. I have a, like I have, I put Daniel Jones on there. I mean, he's obviously doing pretty good so far. I have a couple other players I'll talk about that I actually have on there. But I'll get into my running back, and it's actually Bryce Love, uh, Washington Redskins. Oh, that's back. a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, so just a little background on him. I mean, he was a 2017 sensation in college, 2,100 yards, 19 touchdowns until a bad knee injury kind of ended the season. He was supposed to come out in the draft, but he decided to stay, which kind of hurt him a little bit. He didn't play as effective as he did and kind of cost him a later round pick, and the Redskins took him. And, you know, he has an opportunity. Uh, he The one bad thing is, you know, he is, his health is, is huge, but he's got tremendous talent. I think he just got another knee surgery in October. So if he did, he more than likely should be okay by the next the start of next season. And he's got opportunity because, well, the Redskins are in rebuild build mode. They do have Darius Geis, who is also injury prone and can't see in the field either now in the second year. And they have, you know, the older uh, passes prime Adrian Peterson on the team. Now, I believe AP might have another year in him, but you never know. They might cut ties and let him go off somewhere else where they can actually have a chance. And maybe gear, uh, not gear, um, Geis actually doesn't produce as well. Maybe he gets injured as well. And this could open the door for Bryce Love if he can stay healthy. So um, he's definitely a great stash and stash now and see what his talent comes out to him be. Yeah, that's a very good pick there. That's a guy that a lot of people are hoping to see as well. Um, Darius Geis, too, is a guy that we're hoping to see get to the field and as well. But yeah, Bryce Love's a guy. Actually, I'm in two dynasty leagues. I forgot about the other one. But Bryce Love's a guy on that, on that league, and that league's on sleeper as well. But yeah, I, I can't wait to see Bryce Love touch the field. Uh, but moving on to wide receiver here, here's a guy that's near and dear to my heart. This Debo Samuel is a 49ers fan. This guy's probably a household name at this point. If not, you guys are are uh, you're sleeping this guy. This guy is very talented. If you watch that Seahawks game, you know this guy. Uh, see, Sam, uh, Samuel's had some big games so far this season. He's an elite route runner already at this point in his career. He uh, before Sanders came into town, um, he was you know the 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 number the wide receiver one for the 49ers. On an undefeated team, he has sure hands and a, qu- and a quick first step already. Uh, he's already a crucial part of this 49ers offense, and he's only getting better and better as the as the season progresses. You know, um, he and Jimmy G have this connection. It's uh, it's only getting better. And you know, when you have wh- who I believe this is a little bias on my end because I'm a 49ers fan. Uh, Kyle Shahan is one of, if not the best, play caller in the NFL. They're getting Debo Samuel the ball on handoffs on screens, on jet sweeps, over the middle. They're throwing them deep. They're getting the ball in this guy's hands no matter what as a rookie. So I can't imagine how involved he's going to be three, four, five years down the road. So if you have the opportunity right now to trade for Debo Samuel or or if you have him already, good for you because this guy is going to be a monster in a few years. Yeah, I definitely love that pick. I think he is going to be a monster. But for me, though, I'm going to go to my wide receiver. And okay. it's Hakeem Butler, uh, Arizona rookie. Uh, that's I went with all rookie. Yes, I went with all rookie. He's actually, he's actually one of my players. It's on my taxi squad. I, I picked in the uh, second round of my one draft. And, well, 
he had some hype to him. I mean, but then he went down on IR uh, injury preseason out for the season. He should be healthy come next year. And, you know, he was really good in college. You know, 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns in his last season. And his opportunity is that he's going, he's on a bad team. And the talent at wide receiver is, is like up and down because Larry Fitzgerald, I believe, is retiring after this season. Or if not, the next season, if anything. And, you know, Larry was kind of that, like, jump ball kind of guy. He, he could be that jump ball kind of guy at times. And without him on the team, there isn't really no one else there. I mean, Kirk, Christian Kirk is the speedster. Um, they have Andy Isabella, who's also another great person, too, if they actually get him on the field. But, you know, they don't really have a height guy. And, you know, that's what Butler is. And Butler could find a great role in this offense with, just because of his height and, you know, be that kind of a touchdown machine. So uh, he's a great stash right now. Yeah, I think you can put any one of the uh, you know Cardinals young receivers into this category because they did such a good uh, good job of uh, pulling that young talent there to go along with Kyler Murray. But yeah, Butler was a guy I was pretty high on going to the draft. So uh, yeah, I, I agree with that pick as well. Let's move on to tight end here. I'm going with Irv, Irv Smith Jr. Um, he was lost lost in the shuffle behind you know the T.J. Hawkinson, the Noah Font uh, names coming to the draft. Uh, you know, wait this year when um, Kyle Rudolph is no part of the future of the Minnesota Vikings after this year. He'll be gone, and Irv Smith Jr. will be, you know, the number one tight end there. And, you know, it was a slow start for Kyle Rudolph, but since he's going now, um, Adam Thillian's been out. With that being said, uh, Kyle Rudolph has been pretty much the go-to target in the t- in the, in the the red zone. So um, that sure-handed big t- t- tight end is Kirk Cousins' go-to guy. So if Kyle Rudolph were not to be there, Irv Smith Jr. would be the guy to go there. And, you know, Irv Smith Jr. is twice the athlete Kyle Rudolph is. So I can only imagine what type of a, you know, passing scheme this guy would be involved with. So, you know, right now it's hard to compare because Kyle Rudolph is more your blocking tight end than he is to your, you know, your athletic uh, pass-catching tight end. So I, I believe, you know, when it when we are to introduce Irv Smith Jr. into this offense more, he's already a part of this. And he already has fancy he already has fantasy relevance as part of this offense already, but when he has become the, the, you know, the only tight end, the feature tight end in this offense, I expect him to take off and, and be a very, you know, a top 10, top five, possibly tight end moving forward. So, uh, tremendous. He's got tremendous talent. I love, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. He was great coming out of Alabama, but, uh, I'll go to mine and mine is, uh, is Chase Steinberg, uh, Packers tight end rookie. Um, you know, this guy was uh, tremendous in college this last year, 800 yards and 10 touchdowns. Um, Packers thought they could take him, and they needed the, the, the depth, the tight end. And he's talented, but right now he's stuck behind, you know, older vets like Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, uh, oh my God, I can't think, Jimmy Graham, Graham. And, and Mercedes Lewis right now. So he's kind of taking the backseat, you know, tight ends usually take a lot of time to develop. But, you know, if those two are gone within the next year or two, I mean, he has a real chance to take the opportunity and step up. Um, he should have Aaron Rodgers for maybe a couple years in his career at least. So, uh, you know, he could take a lot of advantage of that and be a real productive tight end for you if you hold on to him in Dynasty. Yeah, I think he was in the IR, if not he's still in the IR. He was in the IR at one point of the season as well. But let's uh, that's the segment of this podcast is done. Let's move on to uh, some college talk. Let's talk about the studs right. of next year. The names will be, you know, drooling over the names we scrambling to take when it comes to, uh, um, you know, our, our rookie drafts next year. The names that if we were failing to make the playoffs, we were tanking for um, the big names of next year. So, again, we'll go through each position here, quarterback, running back, wide receiver and tight end. 
And uh, you know what? Uh, how about you kick this one off? You go with your quarterback here first, Stephen. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely take a take a shot first. Uh, my quarterback is the, uh, the famous uh, Tank Fatua, uh, Alabama quarterback. Um, he's been electric in his college career so far. Uh, obviously, like all the all the teams right now, like Cincinnati and Miami, are definitely checking him out. He definitely has a tremendous amount of talent to him. He's been able to do it against the best of the best in the uh, the SEC. And you know he's been to the he's been to the top. He's won the championship. Um, he's been a great quarterback. Um, again, some of his issues with his arm strength and he's he's injured right now is definitely a, a slight concern. But you know he's right now you know twenty five hundred yards and a thirty one to three touchdown interception ratio. So uh, he's definitely has a tremendous amount of talent and he can definitely run the ball when he needs to. So I'm definitely looking forward to see you know if he's be able, if he's able to stay healthy and get back into the game and. Um, basically, you know, get drafted and see where he goes and see what kind of impact he can make on a, on our for fantasy. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, hype behind Tua. Um, rightfully so, he's been you know took over the league. He's he's been you know doing it. You know, when he came in halftime of that champ, national championship game and and led the Alabama Crimson Tide to the title as a freshman, and uh, you know hasn't stopped from there. But uh, my problem here is it, it, you know this is. Hard to say, but he's left-handed, and you don't see much success from left-handers in the NFL. So there's a little there's a little problem there. But uh, anyways, I'm gonna go with uh, my guy here. I'm going with uh, Joe Burrow, the guy who just tucked down the Alabama Crimson Tide, um, the former Ohio State football player. Um, he has the tools, he has the size, he has mechanics, he has everything you need to be a successful NFL quarterback. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the your 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 uh, speed your your running ability but you know just as every nfl quarterback these days have he has ability to you know get that 10 yard 11 yard 12 yard chunk when he needs to he's not going to you know bust down the sideline for 30 40 yards like two could, could do or you know uh you know like a lamar jackson could do or something like that but he has a possibility to make that run but he most importantly has a yard to drop the ball 50 yards on the field 40 yards on a dot um so i think joe burrow is the best quarterback out of this draft and I think uh, if if it is you know at this point Cincinnati Bengals are to be the um, the team to pick, I think they would go Joe Burrow if it ends up being say Miami Dolphins or someone along that along that route. I think it would be a two. But I think Cincinnati Bengals are that team that would go a Joe Burrow route. Yeah, definitely. He's a definitely the top two quarterbacks of the class. I think in my eyes, so they're definitely going to fight it out for the first uh, pick. Yeah, it's pretty interchangeable there. It's uh it's yeah, it's pretty interchangeable and it's 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 uh whatever you'd rather have at this point. And you know, things are gonna change, go back and forth until the draft comes, so it's take what you want at this point. So let's move on to running backs. Uh again, I'll let you go first here. Yeah, uh my running back is uh Wisconsin's Jonathan Taylor. Um this man's been dominating over the last three years in the league. I mean, you know, his career of twenty one hundred yards and sixteen touchdowns were like insane and and he's been even great this season, you know, 1,200 yards and 15 touchdowns already. I mean, this guy knows how to find the end zone. I mean, they play, they do play very strong competition at times. And this man is just on top of a machine. He's got great size to him, great height. And, you know, he's a Jersey guy. So you got to like him on that note because uh, I'm from Jersey. And, you know, I think he has the tools to be a three-down back. He can catch the ball out of the backfield if he has to. Uh, like I said, my only concern is, you know, usage. But, you know, again... That doesn't really stop someone from having good fantasy success in the beginning part of his career, but you know a lot of usage on 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 that uh, on those wheels already is is a big thing for a long term. But 
uh, I think he's going to be able to make a big success in the NFL early on, depending when he goes yeah. to where he goes to. Yeah, J- Jonathan Taylor's an absolute monster, and Wisconsin always produces some great running back talent. We're talking about universities that pump a lot of great running back talent, the University of Georgia, DeAndre Swift. This dude is a future NFL three down back. He is an absolute first-round running back written all over him. He's got the speed. He's got the clean ability. He's got the strength. He has it all. And like I said, Georgia's becoming the running back university. This dude is an absolute monster, and there's no doubt about it. This dude will probably, if not, it'll be George, it'll be uh, Taylor or Swift will be you know the first or second running back taken off the board when it comes to uh, you know uh, your dynasty draft. But this year, there's a lot of value in the in the wide receiver position, and that's where dynasty is won and lost. There's so much value in wide receivers in in dynasty because you can find a lot of running back value in dynasty. So uh, yeah, speaking of wide receivers, then. Well, we'll transition right into that. So, uh, uh, again, Stephen, who's your wide receiver? It's uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, Oklahoma wide receiver. Uh, this guy has, a, has some unique talent to him. He's shown a lot of great flash in his career so far. I mean, one of the best things, he's got the speed in, for this game. He's really great after the catch. He can't be stopped. And he's off to another great season this year, 1,000 yards and 13 touchdowns. And, you know, with his new quarterback this year with uh, Jalen Hurts, I think his name is, and – you know, those two have an instant connection, and I'm liking to see what he'd be able to do, you know, rest of the season now, and I think he has a good shot to be someone who goes in the, you know, late first, uh, early second round of uh, of the fantasy dra- of drafts and be a real fantasy contributor for us. Yeah, this year there are so many good wide receivers. This wide receiver class is going to be one we're going to talk about forever. There are so many names here that we can go with, with the best wide receiver in this, this class. We could probably see maybe four or five uh, first round wide receiver, which is at this and at this stage of the NFL is crazy to say, but I'm going Jerry Judy here out of Alabama. This dude is the next Julio Jones, next Odell Beckham. This man is insane. This is the best wide receiver talent we've seen in a long time. He will be a top ten, if not a top five pick in the NFL. As sure as it is, a get absolute athletic freak. I love this dude. I love to see him play. Uh, you know, he plays for Alabama, so I hate to see him play at the same time, but. You know, his talent is so pure that it is like magic watching him play. So can't wait to see him play on Sundays. Um, he's going to go early, and he's going to have a, a fantastic NFL career. So uh, I won't be surprised if this is your if this is your 101 uh, come, you know, Dynasty draft. Because like I said previously, wide receivers are so crucial in Dynasty. That they are there. There's a lot of going out this year, and I, I've been stocking up on uh, draft picks for the 2020. I'm, I'm loving that class. Yeah, you were telling us the other day you have like five five second rounders or something like that in this draft. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm gonna get a lot. I don't have no receivers right now besides Stefan Diggs, but I'm gonna get a lot of receivers for the future. There you go. This is the draft to do it too, because there's gonna be a lot of great options in this draft. So, and, and let's finish her off here. Let's give you uh, let's give the fans the uh, the listeners here your tight end. Yeah, um, I'm gonna mess his name up really bad, but his name. Yeah, I know who you're going with here. Albert. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to say his name's Albert. I, I'm gonna mess it up, but he's a Missouri tight end. If you look up Missouri tight end, and Albert, <laughs> he's a six-five-two-fifty-five dominant tight end, and I mean this guy's massive, and you know he's put up four straight. Um, he's gonna be putting up by the time the season ends probably four straight four hundred yard games and at least six touchdowns. I mean this guy has massive reach. He's just got range to him. He can basically just cover every no one can cover him i mean and not by like his speed he doesn't have he's not a vertical threat but he just 
he does one-on-one coverages. He just dominates people. And uh, I, I see him as like a, a more bulky version of like Jason Witten. Jason Witten, I don't, I don't ever think he was like a huge th- like vertical threat, but Jason Witten knew how to, you know, do the best with his, you know, he was big and bulky. So he did the best what he could. And I could see a more uh, bigger version of Jason Witten. And I, I love it. Yeah. Um, if you know college football, you know that Missouri is pretty much tight in you. Uh, George Kittle, then you had uh, TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fox, two first-rounders last year, and now you have Albert O, because I'm not going to try to say his last name as well. I know I've heard it on TV, and I still don't know how to say it. <clears throat> but uh, I'm going to go Jared Pickney out of uh, Vanderbilt. Uh, obviously, this year he's not doing well at all because that Vanderbilt team is awful and that pass attack is god-awful. But in 2018, uh, Pickney was amazing. He was a huge receiving mismatch. He was dominating every every you know, cornerback, safety, or linebacker put on him. Um, I think he's going to be a he's, he's going to probably be like a second or third round pick, but I think he's going to be a steal at that. He's going to you know have a great NFL career. So he's a guy I'm going to be targeting when it comes to uh, comes to my dynasty draft to get a third or fourth round pick out of this guy, and hopefully it pays off for me because I love this. I love to see this guy pay, play in 2018. This year, it's just been awful to watch that team play. Uh, catching bits and, and pieces of those Vanderbilt team, but that team can't pass the ball to save their lives. So it's not fun to watch them play this this year. But you know that could be your advantage uh, with them. You know if people are just paying attention to this year, it's not, not going to be appealing. So uh, you know 2018 Pickney was very fun to watch. So let's move on here. We have one more segment for you guys. We're going to talk about uh, some players from non-major five conferences that you know will maybe fly under the radar that could have some good NFL careers and have some good fantasy football value for you. I'll kick it off here. My first guy here is Antonio Antonio Gandy Golden out of Liberty. So this man is six foot four, two hundred twenty pounds, and has some of the most natural hands you'll ever see. Downside to his game, he doesn't have speed. He doesn't have natural speed. What he doesn't have for speed, he makes up in his mismatch size and those hands that he has. He goes up, he gets the ball. Problem is, he doesn't run the best routes. He doesn't have the speed. He doesn't have the breakaway speed. Um, so he's like that guy, you know, red zone threat. He's kind of more of a tight end size, playing at wide receiver. But hopefully, you know, he can he can lean out a little bit, <clears throat> get in the weight room, you know, speed up a little bit for the draft. But, uh, yeah, this guy is doing well at Liberty. I can't think of the top of my head what conference this guy plays for. But this is a guy who's going to be a second rounder or a second day, so a second, third rounder, maybe make it to the third day of the draft. But I think he's going to have a pretty decent NFL career. And with that, maybe catch a lot of touchdowns and give you some fancy football value. Yeah, definitely, definitely a fun pick there. But uh, for me, um, for one thing, guys, disclaimer, I don't know all the conferences that well in college. But I believe this one is not in the Major Five Conference. So if I'm wrong, that's my mistake. But uh, his name's Case uh, Cook- Cookus. Uh, he's from Northern Arizona. I'm not sure if that's in the Big Five or not. Nope. I don't think it is. All right, yeah. So um, this guy is actually really good. I looked back at some of his tape, and I looked at some of his uh, his his games. And, you know, he looks really good. He's able to, you know, he has the ability to move the ball downfield. He has the arm strength. Uh, the one thing is he just needs to stay healthy. Um, he definitely had a shoulder, he had a shoulder injury that kind of kept him out of a lot of the games last year. But he's on a good pace right now. You know, he's got over over 2,000 passing yards and 28 touchdowns. And um, you know, he's been moving his way up the board. Uh, he started off at a at a community college and then 
and then was there for like three months. And then, you know, Northern Arizona called him and said, hey, come come play for quarterback for us. And he went over there and does, has, and, and he's been pretty good for so far. So uh, he's probably going to be someone that could be taking like the later rounds of drafts and maybe, you know, gets put in the right situation, just like someone like Garden Menchu was this year, just happened to be in the right situation at the right time. And um, he has a possibility to him. So just keep your eye on him as we get closer to draft. His name could c- come up more and more. Yeah. Those are great situations to see, and you love to see that stuff happen to some good people like that guy. So my second guy here is Trey Regas of L.A. Lafayette. This is a big boy, 5'11", 227, the running back. But not only is he big and strong, he has 4'5", five, five speed at the 40-yard dash. He had the NFL attention heading into, he had NFL attention heading into the season, and he only has better uh, you know attention now. He had like a 1,200-yard season last year. That was splitting carries in that backfield. That backfield has possibly two NFL backs in it with Ragas and the uh, – I can't think of the other guy's name right off the top of my head. But he has a lot of power, runs with purpose, and he runs with speed. You know, there's are guys who are, you know, 10, 20 – 30 pounds lighter than him that still run four or five speed. And this guy runs four or five, five speed with that much weight behind him, with that much power behind him. This, you know, this is a guy, a third down back, but with that speed, he could be a three down back in the right situation, score touchdowns for you. He does have breakaway speed. So look for this guy, you know, later round pick, but you know, when it comes to running backs, uh, it doesn't matter where you're picked. You can break out, you know, look at Alvin Kamara, late round pick. It's just an example that it could happen to anyone at the NFL when it comes to running backs. So uh, Steven, who's your final guy here? Do you have one? Yep, absolutely. My last guy is running back Benny LeMay from Charlotte. Um, okay. he's, a smaller, he's, he's a smaller back. I did some, I did some uh, in-depth research on some uh, later guys in the round. He's a smaller back. You know, He's got like 800 yards in the season and seven touchdowns. He has the ability to catch the ball in the backfield. You know, In the last two seasons, he's got at least 20 catches, uh, which, isn't, which isn't too bad for a running back. Um, and he's a late-round guy, I think, in... The, in the next draft upcoming up, um, he, he's got to he's got talent to him, but he may not be a complete three down back, which we would like. But, you know, these third down, three down, like these passing backs have had success in fantasy and in the NFL. If you think of like Austin Eckler, Terry Cohen, uh, James Washington, and these guys are like smaller backs who've been successful uh, at what they are able to do. So. Uh, I think if he, you know, just gets a little bit more in the passing game going, and that might not have developed until he gets to the pros, uh, he could be a he could be a nice pick in, in our dynasties in the next year or two. Awesome, awesome. So that's it for this week's uh, dynasty special, guys. Um, that was fun. That was some great stuff to do, and a lot of great research from us today. I know I had some fun doing it. But uh, again, uh, Stephen, where do people find you on social media? Yeah, you can definitely go find me at Coach Stephen P. I'm always on there. And my name is Nate with We Know Fantasy. You can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. For more fantasy football content, you can find us on our website at we or www.weknowfantasy. And we also have some fantasy football or fantasy basketball and fantasy hockey content on there as well. So, again, thank you guys for uh, stopping. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night if you're listening to this on the Wednesday. So, Thursday night, we'll have the We Know Fantasy uh, contributors podcast we're a group of contributors i think this week we'll have uh let's see we'll have cody nick and cody nick and who am i missing here I steven brian was supposed to be on brian that's yeah, it cody nick week. and brian yep we'll be on this week to uh bring you some uh content uh and then i'll be back monday with the waiver wire wishlist as always and then we'll i'll be back next week with the fancy fro for our normal we know fantasy 
podcast featuring the fantasy fro as he's headed to uh sunny florida for a week or so as i'm stuck up here in the bitter north of northeastern pennsylvania as the snow continues to fall around me so uh thank you guys for listening and uh we'll see you next time take care